welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Sabbath morning. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. Sabbath morning. We are here. We have some opening announcements. Just kidding. I don't think we do. (laughs) So... Yeah, I don't think we have any opening opening exercises today. <laughs> um, we just recorded a small video, or not video, a small episode, 20-minute episode for Patreon, and um, I think we got through our technical difficulties, so we can we can start now. Phew, okay. It was a good one. It was a gym. Um, go check it out if you guys want. Um, definitely go head over to Patreon. But uh, if you also are already a member in, in the Patreon club, you'll see the content and the new episode posted as well. Because it's a gym. Katie did a really good one. Uh, go thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, today uh, I was in charge of the lesson. <laughs> Oh my god, I totally gave me weird Mormon vibe, like memories there for a second. A little flashback. The FAT lesson. Oh, yes. Um, So I found on the church's website, our favorite slash not favorite favorite place, place. (laughs) um, a lesson that is given to to primary children, and I wanted to share it with you and kind of discuss this because we had it, haven't covered this uh, topic yet, and I thought it would be fun. So <clears throat> to start out, the <laughs> this lesson starts with a story, or it's basically just a story, and it's called Annette's Very Own Scriptures. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Which, All right. Um, Annette is the name of my my boyfriend's mother. So hello, if you're listening, Annette. <laughs> These are not your scriptures. <laughs> oh, okay. Get ready for some cringe. All right. Oh, boy. Annette swung her blue vinyl scripture carrier back and forth as she ran down the sidewalk and leaped up the steps of the church. <laughs> I can picture this perfectly. I think I had... Had the exact same vinyl scripture cover, but not in blue, but I had the same one. Do you remember the color? Pretty sure it was dark green. Oh, yeah. I think mine was like a dark maroon. Oh, yeah. Yep. Know that one, can, too. Yep, yep. All of the Exmos, you can picture it. And for you, you never mows. These are, these. I don't know if other denominations of Christianity do this, but Mormons carry their scriptures, like their Bible Book of Mormon, etc., in these little carriers that zip up, and they're and then they have this little handle. So that's what that is. And it's like every Sunday you see everyone come to church with their little scriptures and this like carrier thing that they're swinging around, and then they unzip (laughs) it when they get into Sunday school. And there's like you have the scripture pins that are like these special highlighter pencil things that work on the scripture pages because they're super thin Mm -hmm. it's a whole thing it's a whole thing it's it's been so long since I've been that I wonder if most people just um have like their scripture app on their phone or tablet now 
Yeah, I think so. Like towards the end when I was still going, like everyone just used the app for scriptures. Like it was rare for people to actually bring their scriptures to church. I'm jealous of that because you could totally just pretend that you were reading your scriptures and like be doing something else. Unless you have a nosy neighbor sitting next to you and looks over and sees that you're on Instagram. (laughs) Which I did several times, but I was that person who was easily distracted by social media or messaging. Oh, yeah, I would be. It gets boring in there. Uh, (laughs) It's boring. (laughs) Okay. Even though she couldn't read yet, she had wanted her own scriptures. And today she was bringing them to primary for the first time. Wow, brainwashing at a young age. You can't even read, but let's make sure you have your scriptures with you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, you're too young to read, but you have Mormon scriptures? That That's okay. Like, forcing, forcing the doctrine upon them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, Sister Harris, look what I got for my birthday, she said excitedly, waving oh, her scriptures. No. Why? Who would give her that for your birthday? What a sad kid that's like, look what I got for my birthday. I'm so excited. I know. You would think she would want a toy or something else, not scriptures that she can't even read. And she's like, look, Sister Harris, wee, look what I got. Like, okay. Poor little child, you are in a cult. You are in a cult. Please be more excited about different things other than scriptures, please. Uh, uh, That's great. We'll be using them in sharing time today, Sister Harris said, smiling. Sharing time is um, part of primary, if you guys didn't know. It's where the children go to quote-unquote learn about the church and sing songs and etc oh right and sharing time isn't that where it's like once a week a child gets assigned it and then their parents have to like help them prepare and like either they oh right getting up on the podium I remember as a small kid like they had this little step that you could use in primary that helped you stand up so you could see on top of the podium because even in primary rooms like the ones for children, they have like a little podium to help you practice so that you get used to giving uh-huh. talks in the sacrament meeting. And in sharing time, you'd have to like share a scripture or like your favorites. I don't know, whatever. Like you had to share. Sorry, that was my laptop. <laughs> you have to share <laughs> and like give a, a talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just, God, now that yeah. I think about it, it's so culty. Like I can't believe right. that they had you do that as a kid. I know. I, you know, now as you were saying that, I was like, oh, that is, that's saying a lot right there that it, they're training you. And it, it really is a small version of sacrament meeting. And it even has the podium with the little microphone that you get up and yep. you bear your testimony or you say your prayer or your scripture or whatever. You just go up like little clones and come back down. And yeah. It's- <laughs> and also, like, I never thought about how problematic it was until obviously after leaving the church, but like they, encourage kids to go up and like bear their testimony or like give the closing or opening prayer, but they just tell them what to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they like have like an adult with the kid who's like whispering in their ear, like dear heavenly father. And the little kid's like dear heavenly father. It's like, mm-hmm. thank you for blah, blah, blah. And it's like really creepy and just. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And they have them memorize all these songs and different scriptures. It's a lot of memorization and, and, 
repetition and then yeah just following what the the leaders tell you yeah (laughs) terrifying okay Annette watched curiously as Sister Harris carried a big blue dishpan of water, some building blocks, and various other things into the classroom. Annette couldn't couldn't wait for primary to begin. (laughs) Annette, I feel so sad for you. Like, just watch. Why are you? Please. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the Disney Channel, girl? (laughs) Okay. Today, said Sister Harris, we are going to learn about some Book of Mormon people called the Jaredites. Oh, okay. Yeah, we haven't. Yep. They lived in a place called Babel. Babel? Babel. Tower of Babel. I have no idea. Babel? Babel? (laughs) It's been a long time, friends. But they lived in that place, and the wicked people there thought that they could get to heaven by building a high tower instead of by keeping the commandments. So oh, I totally forgot about these people. Mm-hmm. So this is the story where they, the Tower of Babel, right? They, the people there were were wicked, and um, they tried to build a tower tall enough to reach heaven. And this pissed off God because God is petty and doesn't like people building towers, I guess. <laughs> God's like, um, excuse me, you don't build towers, okay? You don't build towers, you just pray to me like the measly little peasants that you are and stay down on your level. <laughs> so, Sister Harris placed a red block on a green one, then added blue and yellow ones to make a tower. She said, Heavenly Father was angry with what they were doing, so he made it so that the people couldn't understand each other. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God, this lesson. I completely forgot about this. Okay. Yep. Okay. So she asked, Voulez-vous m'adier? Motioning towards the blocks and looking around the room. (laughs) Personne ne me comprend? She asked, raising her eyebrows. (laughs) She's... (laughs) She's <laughs> randomly speaking in French to these little, what I'm assuming are like, what, maybe five-year-olds? Because she can't read yet? She can't read, yeah. So definitely like five or under, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> All the children giggled. <laughs> oh, what are you saying, Annette asked. <laughs> I was asking if anyone would like to help me build the tower. You couldn't understand me because I was speaking French, Sister Harris explained. That's like it was in Babel. The people couldn't understand each other, so they stopped building the tower. So, yeah, if you guys don't remember, this is <laughs> the story in the scriptures is, yeah, God was ticked off because people were building a tower to try to get to him. And he was like, I don't want you to go that way. I want you to just pray and obey these weird rules that I made for you. <laughs> mad about it so I'm going to confuse you all so you can't speak to each other and none of you understand the language that anyone else is speaking okay what a <laughs> what a petty petty god like instead of just being like hey yeah don't build that tower it's yeah I don't really want you to do that it's like oh you're building a tower oh okay you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make every one of you speak a different language now to confuse everyone so you can't continue to build the tower that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> such a petty bitch and that also (laughs) that takes so much more time and effort than just like I don't know knocking the tower down because you're god 
<laughs> yeah, or just being like, hey, just sending an angel down, being like, hey, God said stop building the tower. Okay, cool. <laughs> what? You know this story totally happened. It's completely real. Yeah, yeah. Duh. it completely <laughs> happened. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they stopped building the tower because they couldn't understand each other. Um, The Jaredite family was righteous, though, and Heavenly Father allowed them to keep their language. He told them that he would lead them across the ocean to a promised land. So, Uh, okay. uh, This just is so familiar to the Nephi story. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, you're the one righteous family i'll lead you to the americas because you know america is central in all of this j-dog wrote it it's america america's great make america great again <laughs> it's, oh my god okay so sister harris picked up a round plastic container with a snap-on lid it was painted brown to look like a boat. Sister Harris really went to a lot of effort. I, I must Jesus. say she, yeah. she painted a Tupperware for this. So Sister Harris has a lot of time on her hands. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. she does. She does. Okay. The Lord told the brother of Jared exactly how to build eight barges. Each barge, which is kind of a boat, is built to be strong and tight like this container, and each had a closable hole in the top and bottom (laughs) so so that whichever hole was out of the water could be opened. I do remember this uh, story now with, like, the the hole in the container, because in my head it looks like a little little bobble. Like, you know the things that you throw in the ocean when you, like, fish? Oh, yeah. And it just had a hole at the top and the bottom, but I never understood how it made sense where it wasn't leaking. Like, (laughs) how does it not leak? (laughs) A closable hole. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, come on, back then, how closable would it have been? Like, Uh, yeah, and okay, okay. So, yeah, everyone, this is a story that that Mormons believe is real. I just want to reiterate this. They think that this one family was the only righteous family because of the whole tower thing. And God was like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to build eight barges, which are like, they were like round. They were all enclosed. It wasn't like um, a boat like Nephi built supposedly, no. or no. it was like a, almost like a submarine kind of looking thing. But then they have holes, <laughs> closable holes on the top and bottom <laughs> And you could open the it. The name of like, this episode just be Closable Holes. I don't know why, but it's I, just. I was planning on it, yeah. Funny bones. <laughs> closable hole. And they would open them to get, like, air or whatever. But, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. I, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into it. But um, they also brought with them in the barges animals and food. and the recorded length of the miraculous trip was 344 days. So almost a year that they're in this ridiculous submarine that was made back in the day with the resealable holes. Yeah. You know, animals in there and wood. And among other things they carried were honeybees. 
Blade is oh, half right. beast. And yeah. oh, in the language of the Jaredites, we're called Deseret. Womp, womp, womp. Of course. <laughs> of course. This uh, is like next level technology they have then to have bees on this barge as well. <laughs> bees on the barge um, <laughs> i just am imagining like j-dog writing this or no he's not writing it he's he's dictating it but with his head in a hat and he's yeah like, i was like come on katie he's translating this and dictating it come on he's like you know what would be cool to tell a story about is i'm just gonna take the story of noah's you know ark and the flood and i'm just gonna kind of switch it up and I'm going to add bees and I'm going to make it a barge with closable holes. You know, that's great idea. Great idea, J-Dog. Um, great idea and totally feasible. I mean, it's just, it makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense. It makes sense. And this, by the way, and in like the timeline of the Book of Mormon, this supposedly happened well before like Nephi sailed to the Americas as well. So like, Jaredites were coming to the Americas first. So that's um, a lot of where they think that, like, anyway, anyway, okay. So, <laughs> sis, Sister Harris put the container in the pan of water and pushed it under to make big waves go over its top. Annette looked puzzled. She asked, But how did they see when it was dark? Good, good question, Annette. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yep, yep. Yeah. Sister Harris said, they didn't have electricity like we do. So the Lord told the brother of Jared to think of a plan. The, the brother of Jared, <laughs> you guys, the brother of Jared prepared 16 small clear stones, one for each end of the barge. Yep. I okay. remember this. I remember this one. <laughs> Sister Harris counted to 16 as she took some tiny rocks out of a box. The brother of Jared asked the Lord to touch the stones with his finger so that they could give off light. He did as he was asked, and the Jaredites were able to travel safely to the promised land. <laughs> because he touched the stone. The story is so... I mean, it makes it's, sense, Katie. It makes sense. And as a kid, you're probably like, oh, yeah, he just touched some stones and had light. Like as a child, sure. Like this, uh, a fairy tale, right? It's a, it's a fairy tale for real. And but adult Mormons believe this. They believe yeah. that there were these these barges that sailed across to America, and they had closed little holes, and then these magical lit up stones because God touched them, and that gave them light. <laughs> Okay. And isn't there always, I just remember this image about like the brother, this is the one with the brother of Jared, right? And like the finger, yeah. like God's finger coming down yes. just to touch yeah. the stones because they don't see anything else of God, just just the hand and the finger. I, I, wonder, I wonder if his finger came through the closable hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disembodied finger. Being in this made up bullshit story, but like in the barge, and it's just like this hole, the resealable hole just pops open, and a little finger just like comes in, boop, and then come I'm, back out. I'm touching your stones, touching your stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> so 
Sister Harris swished her hand in the water until the container reached the other side of the pan. Then she dried her hands on a towel and picked up her scriptures. She said, the story about the Jaredites is in the Book of Ether, near the end of the Book of Mormon. Uh, Annette... Annette's teacher helped her carefully turn the pages of her new scriptures till she found the right place. Now, she said, to help you always find the story of the Jaredites, draw a picture of a barge right in your scriptures. Then your mom and dad can read it to you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So Annette chose several of Sister Harris's colored pencils. She drew a purple boat, squiggly blue lines for water, and two tiny yellow circles inside the boat for the stones of light. Oh, I thought <laughs> she forgot the, for the resealable holes. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot the closable holes. But then she drew a finger so that she would remember that the Lord had touched the stones. She didn't forget the fingering part. The fingering of the hole. <laughs> oh, it's so dirty. The resealable holes and the finger. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. After primary, Annette hurried to the Relief Society room to find her mother. Look, Mom, she said, opening her Book of Mormon right to the picture she had drawn. I can find the story of the Jaredites all by myself now. Will you read it to me right after dinner, please? Uh. <laughs> I just feel so, so that's bad how it for it. <laughs> I know. It's like, and also, you know she's not that excited. Like, she wants to play with her toys or coloring books now. or something. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so, okay, that's the story of the Jaredites. And I just wanted to kind of go over how ridiculous that is. Because, yeah, that's how it's taught to little kids. But, like, it's not just taught to little kids. It's taught to everyone. And... Like, I'm just imagining, okay, imagine this barge. First of all, there's no, <laughs> there's no, like, sail or, or rudder. There's no steering wheel. It just supposedly God just, like, blew these barges over to America. <laughs> oh, he blew on the hull. <laughs> stop it. Oh, sorry, I can't stop talking about the hull. <laughs> We're going to get another review next week that's like, they're so immature that they giggle about sexual innuendos in primary lessons. Sorry about it. <laughs> well, we do. And everyone else loves it. So deal with those. Yeah. Um, but I'm just thinking, okay, you're in that barge or in one of these barges for almost a year. How are you going to breathe for that long? Exactly. That's also a thought because I asked that question. See, I asked that question when, whenever I was taught this lesson the first time I was like, but then how do they breathe if they're there for a year? And whoever the teacher was, because I don't remember what class it was. It was so long ago was like, well, because the top side would be, so they have resealable holes on the top and the bottom. And the top one would be above the water at that time. So they would open it and then whenever it would, like, start to flip over, they could just close it. And then the other one, they could open again. So and they're I just like, but how, that seems like it would happen quite quickly. So water would get in and right. flood it. Like, how would they be able to just, like, quickly well, yeah. close them? Close it. And then and then everything in the whole barge is just constantly being flipped around and around yeah. like a hamster wheel. It's like all of your shit and all the people and all the animals are just, like, 
tumbling around in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Until you're tied up for a moment to, like, let some air in. Yeah, it makes no sense. How, also, like, the water, how are they going to get water to drink? Because you can't drink ocean water. Another good point, which I didn't even think about. But, yeah, that's that's totally fair. Like, for, you know, one day shy of a year, how are they getting water? They couldn't have brought that much water. No. And... And then, like, how, you know, like, okay, they supposedly have all these animals. Like, how do they get rid of the animal's poop? How big, are, how big is the hole? How, <laughs> how, <laughs> how big is this hole? I mean, it has to be big enough for the Lord's finger to go through. So. Yeah, how big is HF's hand? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we should talk to Mary, really. Oh, God, no! Sarah! <laughs> this has gone off the rails. We're slap happy. <laughs> I have to. It was just Christmas, you know? Nativity story, everything's fresh on the brain. Yeah, um, uh, yeah like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, like, because obviously it would be, d- like, disease-ridden by that point. Oh. With all the feces and poo and, like... Just, does the same thing feces and like urine and urine just, I like come on weren't they supposed to be made out of trees so they're it's like wood and the you just have all this urine like soaking in to the wood like ew yeah, gross uh, exactly also there was supposedly in this story that they supposedly brought with them a vessel of fish but it's like how like, how do you fish and what and, and what kind of vessel? And also, how are they not all just, like, dead from all of the r- topsy-turvy rolling over of the, of the barge? How were bees kept alive that long? Because they're, did they bring, like, plants? And how would, you, how would you keep plants alive that long? None like, of this is making sense, and yet I believed it. <laughs> they supposedly brought flocks of every kind, also. Like all different kinds of birds. <laughs> what? Do they have so like basically like Noah's Ark, but like in a barge? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I I just feel like J Dog just ripped off that story. So he he ripped off that story first and was like, oh, I have a great idea. At the beginning of the Book of Mormon, I'm gonna talk about how Nephi built a boat and sailed to America. And then we're going to go all through the Book of Mormon at the end in Ether. I don't really know what else to talk about. So I'm going to just retell that story about the Jaredites. It's like he's, he's, he's just ripping off the Bible twice in in the Book of Mormon in different spots. And he just ran out of material and was like, yep, let me fall back on the Bible, rip it off again. And no one will know. And the thing is, is most Mormons don't know. I didn't think of the connection like... No, I didn't either. And isn't it, isn't it just so silly, the whole, like, stones thing? Like, I mean, yeah. Because there wasn't, like, a windshield for them to see through. They didn't even know where they were going. They were just in these barges just being like, okay, HF, blow us to America. (laughs) That's so true. I never even thought about that either. Like, how would you even know? 
what direction unless, oh, they must have had the Leahona. The Leahona told them where to go. <laughs> like, what? That, that They had no control of where they were going. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Book of Mormon claims that the Jaredites grew to become a civilization that exceeded two million people. All right. So, okay. all right, let's talk about this for a second. They they were in their barges and it was just the Jaredite family. So incest, right? <laughs> so true. Yep. So they they go they somehow get over to America with their bees and their poo filled barges and they're there and they have incest and they grow to two million people in America. Now, wouldn't we like see proof of this in I don't know, like architecture or even human bones, anything? Yeah, like where are these barges? Yeah, where's the two million, like the civilization of two million? That's not a small amount, and there's no evidence for this. But because according to the Book of Mormon, they finally destroyed themselves about the time that Lehi and the other people from Jerusalem and his family arrived in America. So like the Jaredites were supposedly in America and then died out. But never fear, Lehi and his family are here to do incest again and then create the Nephites and the Lamanites, which is supposedly where the Native Americans came from. <laughs> I just, I, I'm literally scratching my head right now. And even though we're like giggling at how absurd this is, I'm more embarrassed that I believe this. <laughs> like, you, you I know. Just- Broke it down so clearly right now on this episode. I mean, you've done it multiple times, but doing it again, and I'm just like, how did I, how did I believe that? And I'm sure I questioned this shit, but just was like, no, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, just, just have, just have faith, and yeah, I mean, because we've, we've covered the the story of Lehi and Nephi a bunch, but yeah, you just believe it. You're like, oh, sure, of course they were Jews that sailed to America, and then their brother's skin was cursed and they got dark skin and became native Americans of like, we just believed that. That makes sense. And that they populated this side of the world and uh, no, no problems at all. Even though it was incestuous, there were no complications. Everything was fine. (laughs) Everything Um, was fine and everything was racist. And also there's absolutely no um, evidence or proof that any of these civilizations existed um so it's like uh, it was just joseph smith telling tall tales like he did but confused (laughs) with uh, a lot of incest and racism and problematic shit (laughs) that's so i just yeah yeah i'm i'm just trying to think back on the times where if anyone ever as a mormon if anyone who wasn't Mormon tried to bring this up to me and even say like, where's the evidence of this? I wonder what I said. I can't remember it ever happening, but I'm sure people must like, especially when I was living in Berlin, I'm sure Germans must have been like, but where's the proof of this? Like where, where's the proof that these people existed and that any of this is real, you know, like how do you even argue that? I know uh, there's like Mormon apologists and Mormons that will be like, oh, well, you know, some of the they'll, they'll claim that things in South America, different 
structures in South America must have been like created by the Nephites and Lamanites. So they're just ripping off like ancient Aztec, for example, people <sighs> and claiming it as Nephites or Lamanites when there's no proof of it. Like there's so many things in the Book of Mormon that didn't exist, supposedly, you know, in the Americas during that time. And like, for example, horses, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like horses did not exist when Joseph Smith claims they did in the Book of Mormon and they're just like um um maybe horse doesn't mean horse maybe horse means a different kind of animal of some kind like an anteater or a tapir <laughs> that's my favorite one I love all the memes or like merchandise that like ex-Mormons have come up with <laughs> I know it's so good it's so good I know but I I feel like I um I didn't know this story quite as well. I feel like the Nephi story is told more. Do you agree? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. The only thing I knew about this story was the, <laughs> the brother of Jared, because they never say what his actual name is. It's always like <laughs> the brother of Jared. And then the finger, like I just remember so many like Mormon art that just shows like God's finger touching these stones. <laughs> How absolutely ridiculous is that whole thing? Like, why couldn't God just make them glow without touching them? Yeah, like, if he's so powerful, then why would he need to touch them? It makes and, no sense. Or, or why not show your whole body, not just your finger? <laughs> <laughs> or why not, you know, if he's so powerful that he could make stones glow, why couldn't he just you know transport the Jaredites directly over to America like <laughs> zip zap you're over there kind of like he did with CJ after CJ died <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly why go through all the hassle of making these barges and making them carry over all of these animals and bees and all this <laughs> shit when he could just be like bloop, bloop, and you're transported and you're there you're in the promised land because of course america's the greatest <laughs> exactly america <laughs> oh, oh gross so all right that's yeah that was my my lesson i hope you learned so much from sister harris today whoa i'm like a net in this story i'm super excited i love every bit of this lesson and story i cannot <laughs> wait to hear more but i can't wait to draw a picture of what i think is a bow and a finger so i can go home <laughs> and say greg can you can you tell me the story of the brother <laughs> You can go to you can go to Greg and say, "Could you finger my closable hole?" I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "What the fuck?" I'll be like, "What the actual fuck?" When I go downstairs, he's gonna say, "How is recording?" And I'm gonna say, "We talked a lot about fingering resealable holes." And he's gonna be like. Yeah, that sounds about right. You're like, you're not allowed to talk to Katie anymore. <laughs> He's going to just say, like, I could just see him now shaking his head like, mm, all right, I'm not going to ask anymore. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm going to leave that as it is. Yeah. <laughs> what a gem. Thank you, Katie. Once again, I love that, like, the church's website has just been this like a source for us of like overwhelming copious amount of content for the podcast and yeah they have uh. no idea it's been really great but I also love how each time we're like oh 
you know, I'm not going to tell you what the episode topic is. Katie, you find some really great ones. And I'm like, how did you even come across this one? weird little buried gems that are just that it's it's just it just keeps giving you it know it, it's never giving. ending it keeps on giving <laughs> you more of a church if there's one thing I can thank you for it's the never-ending content that just is ridiculous <laughs> I love it so oh, I love all right so <laughs> oh. well listeners thanks for coming along with our immature little journey and yes. <laughs> We'll be back next week. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs>